Chapter 26 of The Star Chamber An Historical Romance Volume 2 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by JennyVoice.com The Star Chamber An Historical Romance Volume 2 By William Harrison Ainsworth Chapter 26 A Secret Friend when Sir Jocelyn again became conscious, he found he had been transported to a different cell, which in comparison with the stone coffin was clean and comfortable. The walls were of stone, and the pallet on which he was laid was of straw, but the place was dry and free from the noisome effluvium pervading the lower dungeon. The consideration shown him originated in the conviction, on the part of the deputy warden, that the young man must die if left in his wounded state in that unwholesome vault and so the removal took place, in spite of the objections raised by Sir Giles Mompesson, who would have willingly let him perish. But Master Tunstall dreaded an inquiry, as the prisoner had not yet been sentenced by the council. After glancing round his cell, and endeavouring recall the events that had conducted him to it, Sir Jocelyn tried to raise himself, but found his limbs so stiff he could not accomplish his object, and he sank back with a groan. At this moment the door opened, and Grimbald, accompanied by a repulsive-looking personage, with a face like a grinning mask, advanced toward the pallet. "'This is the wounded man, Master Luke Hatton,' said the jailer. "'You will exert your best skill to cure him, and you must use dispatch, in case he should be summoned before the council.' "'The council must come to him if they desire to interrogate him now,' replied Luke Hatton, adding, after he had examined the injuries received by the young knight. "'He is badly hurt.' but not so severely as I expected. I will undertake to set him upon his legs in three days. I did as much for Sir Giles Mompesson, and he was wounded in the same manner. Why, this is the young knight who struck down Sir Giles at the jousts, said Grimbald. Strange, you should have two mortal enemies to deal with. Is this Sir Jocelyn Mauchensey? inquired Luke Hatton with apparent curiosity. You did not tell me so before. "'Perhaps I ought not to have told you so now,' returned the other. "'But do you take any interest in him?' "'Not much,' replied the apothecary. "'But I have heard his name often mentioned of late. "'You need not be uneasy about this young man being summoned before the Star Chamber. "'The great case of the Countess of Exeter against Lady Lake "'comes on before the King and the Lords of the Council tomorrow or next day, "'and it will occupy all their attention. "'They will have no time for aught else.' "'What think you will be the judgment in that case?' inquired Grimbald. "'I have my own opinion,' returned the apothecary with a significant smile. "'But I care not to reveal it. "'I am a witness in the case myself, and something may depend on my evidence. "'You asked me just now whether I took any interest in this young man. "'I will tell you what surprised me to find him here. "'Sir Francis Mitchell has taken it into his head to rob him of his intended bride.' "'Ah, indeed!' exclaimed the jailer with a laugh. "'The old doter does not mean to marry her? "'By my troth, but he does, and the wedding is to be a grand one. "'I will tell you more about it anon.' "'At this moment Sir Jocelyn, who had hitherto remained with his eyes closed, "'uttered a cry of anguish, and again vainly endeavoured to raise himself. "'Aveline married to Sir Francis?' he cried. "'Said you she was to be forced into a union with that hoary miscreant? "'It must be prevented.' "'I see not how it can be, Sir Jocelyn,' replied Luke Hatton, "'since she is in the power of Sir Giles Mompesson. 
besides which the hoary miscreant, as you style him, will take means to ensure her acquiescence. Means? What means? demanded Sir Jocelyn, writhing in agony. A love potion, replied Luke Hatton calmly. I am about to prepare a filter for her, and will answer for its effect. She will be the old knight's, and without opposition. Infernal villain! And that I should be lying here, unable to give her aid! And overcome by the intensity of his emotion, as well as by acute bodily suffering, Sir Jocelyn relapsed into insensibility. He was not, however, suffered to remain long in this state. Stimulants applied by Luke Hatton soon restored him to consciousness. The first object his gaze fell upon was the apothecary, and he was about to vent his fury upon him in words, when the latter, cautiously raising his fingers to his lips, said in a whisper, I am a friend. Grimbald is only at the door, and a single exclamation on your part will betray me. He then leaned down, and bringing his lips almost close to the young knight's ear, whispered, What I said before the jailer was correct. I have been applied to by Sir Francis for a filter to be administered to Mistress Aveline, and I have promised it to him, but I am secretly in the service of Clement Lanyere, and will defeat the old usurer's villainous designs. Sir Jocelyn could not repress a cry of delight, and Grimbald entered the cell. End of chapter 26 Recording by JennyVoice.com